Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. Woohoo! Here we are. Everyone's back from Vegas, and some of us have stomach cramps and are hoping they're not Ebola. And it's October 14, 2014. Uh, this is Chris Boggs. I'm here live today on SEO Rockstars, recording with Jim Boykin. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing today? Wonderful. And how are you doing today, Chris? Well, other than the Ebola scare, I'm doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> I got um, uh, sad news that Darren Babin will not be able to join us today. I'm not sure he, if he may still be in Vegas. Uh, I know I saw some uh, some follow-up posts after PubCon was over uh, coming from his camp. It looks like uh, uh, they were able to uh, hang out around Vegas a little bit longer and further enjoy the beautiful city. So, uh, how was PubCon for you, Jim? Uh, absolutely wonderful. I tell you, it's my favorite conference the entire year is uh, PubCon Vegas. It was uh, it was a record attendance. The sessions were filled. The exhibit hall was even fun. Uh, uh, after night parties were fun and crazy. And um, you know, just uh, it, it was a great time. You know, I got. I, I wish I had more time to chat with. Uh, um, more people that I see, it's like, oh, it's Bob, you know, and you only get a couple minutes because you're on your way somewhere um, talking with other people. But no, it was a fabulous conference. Um, yeah, I was, um, I was especially impressed with the growth of the expo hall floor as well. I mean, we, we obviously we've always loved the content in PubCon, but uh, last year it seemed a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, dreary, at least by comparison. I mean, this year there was a very vibrant uh, expo hall. There was about four full rows of exhibitors on each side. And I, mean, I would say there had to be five to, I mean, at least five times as many exhibitors as last year, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There was there was also, you know, we had a we had our, our ninja booth there. And kind of the surprising thing is, you know, like often at conferences you have the booth and the people that come around are all trying to sell you something, you know, and, and, and at PubCon this year, it was, it was interesting that people weren't like walking around and trying to sell their stuff to the exhibit hall people. That's um, always that's nice. Always, yes. And then, <laughs> and then from a content perspective, uh, it seemed like there was a lot of great feedback. I know that, uh, um, uh, the keynote on Wednesday afternoon, I believe, was Jason Kalkanis, and uh, I don't know if you were able to attend that, uh, Jim? Unfortunately, I wasn't. I was doing a lot of my last minute uh, putting together my new presentations. <laughs> well, he uh, apparently left a few people wishing uh, for more. I guess uh, they... Uh, um, according to the Twitter timeline, it was uh, not as well of a received uh, keynote as some of the others. In terms of the general content, though, uh, based on the panels that I went to and, and, and some of the sessions that I sat into, as well as the ones that I spoke on, um, I, I thought that the content, obviously the ones I spoke on, I loved. There was amazing content. <laughs> 
uh, it was uh, very current, and there was a good cross section of people at the conference. It used to be PubCon had sort of this reputation as being, uh, you know, sort of the, I guess in college parlance, you would call them the GDIs, you know, the independents and, and non frat boys uh, and sorority girls of the world uh, used to hang out at PubCon. But I really saw a lot of presence uh, from big agencies, uh, large organizations, and enterprise companies there. Uh, do you yeah. see that as well, Jim? Sort of a, a growing uh, cross section of our entire community uh, seems to be attending PubCon? Yeah, we talked to, uh, I say, a lot of Fortune 1000 companies. Like, there's some huge, there's some huge companies there and, and had reps there. So it was really good. You know, you know, there is one interesting thing as well that I bring up, that I want to bring up. Uh, um, I saw Dwayne Forrester's keynote. Um, of course, Dwayne Forrester from Bing. Um, and one, one of the things that Dwayne asked, let me see if I can get this right, but he, he asked everyone, like, who here in the audience have, has been affected by one of the Google updates within the past few 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 years, and I'd say about ninety percent like of the audience raised their hand, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like everyone's been hit by something. And then his next question was, "All right, who here has not been been hit by any of the Google updates?" And there were four people that raised their hand. So Dwayne like points to those four people and says, "All right, you guys need need to replicate what these guys are doing." Um, you know, which of course is natural stuff, but you, know, you get a room full of a lot of SEOs, and it, it was amazing to see that like ninety percent of the room had been hit by a Google update. It's really, uh, you know, the stuff that worked yesterday is no longer good today and not advised today, and and that stuff may still work, but you know, you're going to get penalized. It's it's uh, it's really scary to see that all those people that were doing SEO years ago and stuff that was common practice that everyone was doing that. Those sites are now paying paying the price for being good at SEO a few years ago. That's right, and that's certainly an ongoing reason as to why to attend such a conference. As well. <laughs> so let's move into some topics, some SEO topics uh, for this week. Um, you know, obviously everyone's ears are still to the ground a little bit during PubCon, and there was a couple uh, decent bits of information that uh, that came out last week. Uh, one of them was that uh, Google, uh, as reported by Search Engine Land, and as we uh, have found a uh, chat going on at the webmasterworld.com forums about, uh, is that uh, the toolbar page rank, uh, which is Google's uh, sometimes called green pixie dust, uh, famously by uh, um Barry Schwartz, I believe, mostly, amongst others. Uh, Mike Green with fairy dust. Ah, uh, yes. Mike Green started it. You're right. You're, I'm glad that you caught me on that one, or Mike would never have let me hear the end of it. But uh, So the, the point is, is that for a long time, Google has used this uh, separate algorithm called PageRank, and not to be confused with where your page is ranked on the search results, but it's actually named after Larry Page. Uh, and it's been very... Uh, you know, simplified to be based on a 1 to 10 scale. Uh, for a long time, if you had the Google toolbar installed, you could see uh, for every page that you visited what the relative page rank of that page was on the 1 to 10 scale. And therefore, SEOs for years and years uh, lived and died by the next page rank update. Uh, yeah. So um, now Google says that they'll no longer be updating tool page, toolbar page rank. What does this mean, Jim? Well, th- 
thank God, and I wish that they would just remove it from the toolbar as well. So they say they're not going to update it. I wish they would just just totally remove it from everywhere so people stop looking at it. It, it is fairy dust. It was fairy dust years ago when Mike Green wrote about it. It's it's so much more fairy dust today. And and the sad thing is is you know we I, I still talk with clients who say you know oh you know I. I got a link from a PR4, you know, uh, here's something that came into me, but it's only a PR0, you know, should I disavow it or whatever? And it's like, oh my God, like there are still, uh, uh, there's still a lot of people that whether within the industry or that have read something that who knows how old it is now that thinks that PageRank has any type of relevance and rankings and is in any way an accurate measurement now. You know, like years ago, I mean, like, like you said, when Google used to do the Google dances and every month there would be a, a new update and everyone's page rank numbers would adjust and, and you would see your new backlinks provided the backlink was at least a PR4 or higher that went to you. Like back then it was, it was a thing. Um, but now it's like, you know, I, I was talking to a client a couple months ago and and we were saying that, hey, you know, uh, we, we got some people to cite one of your documents that you had written. Um, and we were showing him a couple of the citations that he had. And one of the citations that he had was it was a website that was something like uh, Mrs. com or something. It was like someone's name. And, and he brought me to the site and he's like, look, you know, this is a this is a PR zero website and you know, there's only like 10 other sites that are linking into the site. And I don't know if this link is any good or should I just disavow this link? Cause it's a PR zero. And, and I look at the page, I'm like, all right, you know, I, I see, you know, it's Mrs. So-and-so.com. I see on the footer of all of her pages that she has her email. And it was like her name dot like harper.edu with some college. It was an edu. And so like I, I search her name in Google. I, I forget what her specific topic was, like geology or something. I search her name in Google with geology, and I see that the number one result is a Wikipedia page for uh, the number two through eight or something or all these books that she's written. So like, there's Amazon pages and Barnes & Noble pages and all these college pages where she teaches at several schools. And it's like, oh, my God, like, you've got a link from this lady. You know, and Google, like, understands that, you know, this isn't – you know, a PR zero that like, you know, when I looked at the backlinks to the site too, she had some like 10 backlinks and there was like a couple of K-12s, a couple of EDUs. There was like these super highly trusted pages were linking into her site here, which is basically like her classroom site, her resource site, her homework site. She had like a calendar of events and stuff on there. I was like, oh my God, like you're looking at this as a PR zero, but you know, this is, this is fabulous. And, and you know, there's just so many people have all these old conceptions of what page rank was and think that it applies today and it does not it doesn't yeah to yeah. me it means nothing like nothing well, it's at funny. all it's, it's, funny. it's and, funny and that's a great great example of what you know sort of has taken over for page rank as as google's technology has improved and i think there's an also funny little conversation in the search engine land article about this between uh mike Lewis and, and somebody named Chris Backey, uh, I kind of hope they're leaving it hanging on a nail, asking about page ranks, the first thing I do when screening an applicant. The person says, so you'd rather base your initial judgment on an applicant on what their page rank was in December than rather than ask for a current Mazda number? 
Um, well, Mike was talking about doing a phone screen for an SEO specialist, right? If they're hiring someone, ask them about what their thoughts on PageRank. And I think it's a great litmus test because if someone says, oh, PageRank is the most important thing in the world, I'm thinking, well, maybe this person isn't qualified yet in terms of their experience. Now, the other person actually says, I'm usually in the position as a blogger where an SEO company asks me about my page rank. So that's pretty crappy if you ask me that there's, you know, um, you know, that a lot of bloggers, that's what they know about page rank is that they've had communications with SEO companies. Hey, we're going to have to take a quick break because I'm getting the high sign here from our, uh, our uh, trusted uh, producers, uh, but we're going to come back and finish off this topic on PageRank and also talk about some alternates to PageRank. Uh, stay with us. We'll be right back with you on SEO Rockstars. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Tar with me. Jim. Hey, I'm at my mute on. All right, well, we're back here at SEO Rock Stars. It's October 14th when we're recording this. 
And we're live. Don't forget to join us Thursday or Tuesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern at webmasterradio.fm. But, of course, you can always share and love us on iHeartRadio and iTunes. So we're talking about Paige Rank, uh, the migraine named Fairy Dust. And, Jim, you brought up some great points. Uh, you know, search engines have moved beyond page rank. I think that there's obviously a problem when people are trying to game it. The bottom line is, though, as SEOs, we do have to have a method uh, to be able to rate pages, whether or not they're accurately as Google rates them. You know, having some sort of tool that you use consistently or tools that you use consistently to at least rate pages relatively against each other is very important to understand what kind of authority, um, you know, the page may have. Uh, now, Dixon Jones had a good post uh, at webmasterworld.com. And as a disclaimer, obviously, Dixon Jones founded and, and, and owns Majestic Tools, uh, which has uh, a couple of these types of uh, methodologies for ranking the authority or trust uh, of a particular page. So Dixon got into, um, in, back in May of 12, he published some um, research showing correlations. Uh, interestingly enough, his, his tools correlations were much closer to page rank than uh, Ma's tools. Uh, but the uh, point, point is that, um, you know, there, there's correlation that's been proven that these tools that have been developed within our industry as sort of a third party outside of the way Google monitors trust and, and authority of a page uh, that seem to be pretty good. Uh, without, you know, I, and Jim, I know that, you know, you're Jim Boykin, so you don't want to go on, on record as having like only one favorite uh, authority tool or what, but uh, why don't you weigh in on this and, and, and potentially help people to decide on uh, how else they can uh, measure trust and authority based on a particular page out there? Sure. So, you know, there's there's a handful of other sources. I'll give a, a, a I don't know what to call it, a, a value. Endorsement. <laughs> not, a, not an endorsement, right? Just uh, You're just talking well, here. You know, there's there's Ahrefs has a measurement. Uh, there's Moz has a measurement. Majestic has a measurement. Um, there's a couple others that have measurements, and the and, and these are all uh, how do I say? They're all indexes of the web. So they're they're analyzing all the backlinks, and they they make assumptions on the value of a page. Um, I personally don't use any of those numbers from any of them. Um, I don't. I don't look at what they say the their trust number is. If if I had like my gym rank, I'd use that number. But I, but I don't um, because like you know the example that I gave before of like that teacher's website who's linking out to someone like none of none of their tools are going to show that the uh, correct correctly. If if someone has a whole bunch of you know, exact match anchor text, old paid links from high PR sites, and they, you know, show a high PR or a high correlation, whereas, you know, someone may have a bunch of, you know, links from like EDUs or govs or something that, you know, maybe don't have that. I just, none of, I don't trust any of those tools. So I know that there's some people that have to have that, that measurement for what is this page worth. And so they need one of those tools. I, I really don't have a preference. You know, I, I guess if I had to choose one, I love majestic over all those, uh, uh, for many reasons, but I personally don't use them. I mean, I look at the value of a page to me has nothing to do with page rank. The value of a page to me is, you know, I'm going to look at things like, you know, how trusted is that site that links to me? 
um, or you know, or how trusted is any page? Like, I, I, I guess if you're looking at a site, you'd be like, how trusted is the page based on what are other sites that link to that page, and what are other sites that link to that site, um, and you know, what are what are other links on a page? How trusted are those? Uh, is there SEO behind this? Like, are there artificial factors, or is everything natural that that uh, comes into it? But as far as any of those numbers, I honestly don't use any of them. I I I, I look at things and give my own value based off of my own thoughts and analysis, like of a page. But I I never ever look at those numbers. I haven't looked at PageRank and. I don't know, like seven or eight years, and and as far as these other numbers from Ahrefs and Moz and Majestic, I I never look at, at uh, those numbers either. Now, there's another side to this story too that comes out interestingly at the Webmaster World uh, discussion um, about this, and that is that um, some people think that there's a bad thing about knowing who links to them or their competitors knowing who links to them and in fact there's one particular member uh that you know uh seems to be waging a war against these evil third-party crawlers and so on and so forth uh martini buster um kind of sent straight in that that uh um you know it, the only way that you could block um uh people from knowing who links to you is as if you blocked if you got everyone who links to you to actually block majestic right so thinking about it from that perspective um crawling and 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 the crawling that that happens because of the tools like majestic and moz and so forth just in general what what are your thoughts on uh taxing the system from that perspective do you think that as a webmaster you should be concerned about trying to block certain tools uh because of performance issues or um is this kind of something that's just more uh you could classify or somewhat classified as as tinfoil hatty yeah, I I would say it's tinfoil hatty. I mean, Google Google crawls your site and indexes it. Bing, Yahoo, you know, there there's certainly many places. That I, I don't think there's a lot of places that are trying to index the entire web, um, but certainly places like Majestic and Moz and Ahrefs are are trying to index it. That's yeah. That, that almost brings in the other the other problem with these guys' measurements is you know they don't have the full index of the web. Um, Google has many times more information than these third parties have as well. And when you're crawling the web, it's kind of a, a matter of how how far deep do you go into a site and how wide do you go into that site. And what, what if like you hit you know an edu or a gov or something that's like incredibly wide, like so to speak, as far as the pages. You know how far deep do you go? And they don't even have a lot of the pages that uh, uh, that Google has that are indexed of the web, but. Um, Okay. I forgot the question was. I got on that side tangent there. <laughs> no, that's a good point. And um, in fact, that actually is a little bit tangential to what we'll be talking about. Let's go ahead and take another quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about links and uh, some more. <laughs> but this time, we're going to talk about disavowing links um, uh, once they show up in Google, and whether what the timeline is of you know whether you got to have your disavow in for the next Penguin update. So stick with us. We'll be right back with SEO Rockstars.
You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on WazderRadio.fm. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Who's spamming? I ain't spamming. You spamming? Who's spamming? Not me. Not me. No. Yeah. Commercial break. It doesn't count. Jamming and spamming. We really do need to find something else uh, that, that rhymes with jamming. You know, the spamming. Jamming and white hatting or something. <laughs> jamming and white hatting. Hot. <laughs> so, as we continue with some riffs, here we are. Uh, last section or period, if you're a hockey oh. fan. Oh, uh, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to be Go crazy. There's one other little topic I'm going to sneak in real quick. Uh, that is... The Yahoo directory is going away. Did you hear about that? What about that, dude? You Yahoo. Sneak. Yeah, we it, did cover we did cover that, I believe, last week or the week before. No way. All right. Well, just a reminder to everyone, the Yahoo directory is going away. Such <laughs> an awesome topic. So let's talk about uh, Penguin Seventeen. Oh, no. 
Actually, let's just be and let's let's try Penguin 3.0 that people have been waiting for now more than one year. Um, Some more conversation around Penguin, which for anyone that happens to be listening to SEO Rockstars and doesn't know, is uh, the name of a Google algorithm update, part of the Zoo Animals update series, which includes pandas and pigeons. Uh, and uh, there's uh, bad links. It's like uh, the old Harrison Ford uh, movie, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the uh, monkey eats bad dates. <laughs> bad links. <laughs> That's when your link monkey gets your links. Exactly. Link monkeys will get you banned. Oh, I don't want to go off on the side conversation, but I think I almost got fired from a job for using that term because it was yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, those are the old days when you could use terms yeah, like yeah. Uh, link monkey and not be held, have it held against you. But apparently, uh, once again, Google is talking about disavowing bad links. And um, John Mueller um, was asked on Twitter, if you disavow links before they appear in Webmaster Tools by using Ahrefs, will they still count against you? John Mueller's response was, WMT, Webmaster Tools, is just a reporting tool. Disavowing bad links early lets you move on, but most sites have more important issues. So, um, hmm. is that true, Jim? Well, you know, it was really interesting, too. I think at um, SMX, like two weeks ago, one of the Google guys up on stage said, uh, he said a couple of interesting things. He said, uh, Penguin 3.0 could happen as early as next week, which was last week. Two weeks ago, <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> so he said that there could be an update the following week, which was last week. And then he said, if you haven't submitted your disavow um, within the past two weeks, then it's not going to count towards this update, which was a really interesting thing to say because kind of everyone has been told that you – you upload your disavow and really nothing happens. It's the next time Google spiders those pages that it now uh, counts those links as no followed. So it's kind of interesting for him to say that, uh, you know, if you haven't submitted a disavow document uh, uh, two weeks two weeks ago, that it's not going to take effect into the new Penguin uh, refresh, which could be any day now. So in theory, according to that Google engineer, if uh, – uh, if, if you haven't done your disavow yet, um, it's too late for this next, next update, according to this guy. Yeah, so in terms of managing the disavow, um, I mean, obviously, you know, with a disclaimer aside that one of the things that Internet Marketing Ninjas does is disavows, um, what, I mean – do people should people still be actively doing disavows? Should they wait now for a little bit? Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I I would you know first if you're not an expert, don't touch it. <laughs> um, and if you haven't been affected, probably don't touch it unless you want someone to review your site to make sure that you're not affected. But um, I mean, links are still the most important criteria to rankings in Google. And so you just don't want to go in there and suddenly remove like all of your backlinks. Um, but it, 
it may be wise to monitor it and remove like the the stuff that you know is just absolute junk that comes in and it's probably not a bad idea to be monitoring your links on a monthly basis and uploading a, a new disavow but i would you know go lightly on the links and just get rid of the worst stuff in the world i mean you're going to see when you pull your backlinks down from google you're going to see a bunch of junk that just happens naturally you're going to see scrapers and directory sites you've never submitted to like dmoz clones and there's going to be a bunch of junk that's in there um and and it's not a bad idea to to get rid of it but you know if if there is a good link and you get rid of it that could lower your ranking so it's not a bad idea if you're experienced to check your backlinks like each month in google um, and disavow the worst of the worst and if you've done stuff in the past i mean everyone like always says you know when i go to these conferences and i talk with people they're all like oh you know we're white hat and we've been white hat uh, for years or whatever the story is and then you know they're hit you know if if i asked that question like at a conference two 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 uh, years ago you know who here is is black hat link building you know like no one would raise their hand yet Dwayne asked, like, who's been affected, and it's 90% of the people in the audience. <laughs> you know, and I'm guessing that the majority of those were for Penguin um, more than more than Panda. And so links are still, you know, they're incredibly important, but if you've done SEO in the past and you've been aggressive with getting links, you could be hit in the next updates. Like, even though you haven't been hit, you still could be hit because everyone thinks they're so clean until they're hit. And then they're like, oh, you know, that was years ago or, you know, we thought that Google just wouldn't count that. And it's like, it's kind of a tricky thing because if you remove some of your aggressive SEO from the past, it, some of that stuff could have weight in your rankings and right, it's right. like it's good until it's bad and if you yeah, remove yeah. it well, it's still good you can go down in rankings but if it turns bad and you have enough poison like on your website then you know you're you're nailed and you could be out for you know there's i feel so bad for people that I, that were hit a year ago over a year ago it was like october 4th of last year people that got hit there hasn't even been a chance to get out if you were hit by the algorithmic update a year on October 4th, you are still in penalty. And that is, it's sad. You know, I was at a, when we okay. were at PubTron, okay. we talked to a client to come to us and they had like 18 employees and they're down to three. And it's like, it's sad for these people. They're yeah. just waiting yeah. for this update. Yeah, a lot of people have been waiting a long time. We did have one more brief topic, but I think we're going to have to call it a day today, just as a quick news update. Eric Schmidt, uh, we did talk about, uh, um, Amazon and eBay and people doing searches there about a month ago. And as a follow-up to that topic, uh, Eric Schmidt does think that Amazon is their biggest competitor uh, at a very highest uh, um, level, although we all know that uh, Facebook is their biggest competitor because it sells more uh, – Sells more tickets that way. Hey, everyone, thanks for joining us today, Jim. Awesome as always, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Rock and roll. Have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll see you back on SEO Rockstars. Yeah! Yeah!
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.